The most memorable event in my grandfather's life was, of course, the Battle of Stalingrad. When he died, he wanted to lie in the ground next to his soldiers. As we talk on the phone, Nikolai Chuikov's voice suddenly breaks, lost in his memories of the day the citizens came out onto the streets of the city that had decided the fate of the Second World War in Europe to say farewell to their adopted son. Nikolai is a direct descendant of one of the greatest military names in Russian modern history. Vasily Ivanovich Chuikov. Every child in the country, and indeed the majority of military history students across the globe, know his name. The commander of the army that saved the hero city. A peasant boy from outside Moscow, Chuikov commanded a regiment of revolutionaries at the raw age of 19 and would eventually rise to become a highly decorated marshal of the Soviet Union. He had led his men of the Eighth Guards Army from Stalingrad through Ukraine and Poland, defeating the best armies Hitler could muster before accepting the Third Reich's unconditional surrender in Berlin in May 1945. A hard, stocky, belligerent man. He was known for an explosive temper. The stick he carries in images from the celebrations at Stalingrad in February 1943 was well known to the backs of many of his subordinates. His own bravery was without question, but one could argue that his carelessness with his men's lives was perhaps a different matter. His relentless counterattacks in the defense of Stalingrad bled Nazi Germany's Sixth Army, but also almost wiped out his own. Despite this, after the war, he was beloved with tousled black hair, deep set eyes, and a sullen expression only brightened by his gleaming gold teeth. Chuikov's was a face one certainly remembered. Joseph Stalin himself wanted this man to command the Soviet Union's premier formation of the Kiev district in 1949, a barrier to any Western attack in the future. Elevated to high office in March 1969, Chuikov was sent by First Secretary Leonid Brezhnev to head a four-man delegation to represent the Kremlin at the funeral of fellow warrior and ex-president of the United States, Dwight D. Eisenhower, in Washington, D.C. On a windswept winter's day by the Volga, it was now his turn to be given a soldier's farewell from the people of the city that had made all this possible. Chuikov had been ill for some time. His 82-year-old body, still ravaged by the shrapnel wounds he'd received in active service fighting the Finns in the Winter War of 1940, as well as the multiple mini-strokes he had suffered in later life. However, it was a heart attack on March the 18th, 1982, that finally claimed his life.
His dying wish was to be buried in the city. It was a unique honour, granted by a Kremlin used to burying its general's ashes in its own walls within Red Square. The Mamayev Kurgan, Hill of Mamai, or Height 102, one of Chuikov's most famous command posts during the battle for Stalingrad, right on the front line, had been dug into the earth at the city's highest point. For weeks it had been fought over with artillery, duels, aerial bombing and brutal hand-to-hand combat. The ancient Tartar burial mound was now a giant memorial complex dedicated to the tens of thousands who had perished there, as well as the hundreds of thousands of others who had died in the battle overall.